welcome to Addiction Mastery, the podcast hosted by me, Amanda Lockyer, where we are having the conversation of what addiction looks like from the other side, and that is the impact on families and spouses. We are leading with kindness. Hello, hello, and welcome. After our last conversation on the podcast on the importance of language, I wanted to take it one step further because this has come up a lot in some of my coaching calls in the last week. So if it's going on for those lovely people, I'm sure it's going on for you as well. And this is something that comes up for me a lot personally, and it is a tool that you can use when we're talking and it helps immensely. It is so simple. And when you hear it, you are just going to think, what is she even talking about? It is simple and yet it is not easy. And I myself still have to really bring this with intention when I'm in some conversations. It is the power of the pause. So what do I mean by that? Often when we're communicating with people and if emotions are high in a situation and it's in flux, it is chaos, it is crisis, or maybe it's not chaotic, maybe you're not in crisis, but you are at the end of your rope. You're at the edge of the cliff and you don't know what to do you're tired you are drained you are emotionally fatigued and it's just you've had enough your pressure cooker is almost about to explode it is hard to pause okay but what do we do when we don't pause because pausing in a conversation is the difference between reacting and responding. And that can be the difference between conducting yourself in a way that is aligned to what's important to you, what you value, you know, how you would be proud of yourself, or behaving and conducting yourself in a way that is not aligned to you, that does not make you feel good, that you're not proud of. I can think of so many hurtful, toxic things that I said when I reacted and I am not proud of those. And it's not just when we're reacting to our loved one if they are in flux of addiction behavior, we're navigating recovery, things are hard and emotions are high It could be how you show up at work with your work colleagues, with your broader family, with your children. You know, when you are up to your eyeballs in this and you are just fatigued and exhausted and your little person spills the milk, you know, the power of the pause is going to either Have you responding in a kind way that, yeah, that sucks you spilt the milk, let's clean it up, or absolutely flying off the handle and saying some things and behaving in a way that is not going to make you feel good. So the power of the pause. 
And this is something that I work through with my clients. And you think it's simple, Amanda. 100%. It is simple and it's not easy, right? So what is pausing? It is literally taking a breath. Something happens, either an event or someone says something. There is like an activating event. And if you can literally pause, and it can just be inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your mouth, clamping your mouth shut for a second or two. That is literally all it takes, I promise you, to bring yourself into how do I want to respond here? What would feel good? And if you don't do that, you could feel or find yourself reacting in a way that is not nice. It's not kind and is probably going to make you feel like crap, could trigger the situation, could put it on a new course or make someone else feel like crap, which is not what we want. It is not kind. So the power of the pause. It is the difference between reacting and responding. It is taking some time to yourself to think, how do I want to approach this? And it sounds like that would take a long time, like minutes, but it can be seconds, especially when you know what you stand for. If you know, so for me, for now, I am like, I want to respond with kindness. I want to respond with kindness. And I don't know what's going on for the other person. How do I want to respond? If I look back on this interaction, this conversation in 10 years time and 20 years time, how do I want to think back on it? So that's that's where I know where I stand. I know I stand there. So the breath, the inhaling and the exhaling gives me pause to think, hey, Amanda, how do you want to show up here? Do you want to show up? is like mean, cutting, cruel, a bit unhinged? Or do you want to show up with compassion, empathy, understanding? All right. And of course, you don't want to show up in a way that is cruel, mean, nasty, and, you know, what I would call a bit spicy. Sometimes that can feel good for about half a second because you sure told them, but you will feel absolutely crap about it you know a minute later and then when you relive that experience that conversation at night time the next week the next month whatever it is so the pause gives you the power to respond to decide within yourself how you want to approach this it's creating that little bit of space for some thought some conscious thought And you will avoid those impulsive reactions and possibly regrettable responses. This is gold. And I used it this morning with my little person. So I'm dropping them at school and they're jumping out of the car. And my eight-year-old calls out, Mom, wait. He's like, I think I've left my head at home. And I immediately thought, what? why you had it in your hand as we were leaving the house to the car 
how, you know, I'm thinking, how has it, why, why, why? Pause. And instead of saying, you don't have much to take care of in the morning, all you've got to remember is your bag and hat and drink bottle. What's so hard about that? Et cetera, et cetera. Pause. And my response was, okay. And that is a few things there. That's pausing. It's not shaming him for forgetting his hat. And it's like, yeah, you left your hat at home. That sucks for you. Um, Enjoy having a day at school. Hopefully you can borrow another one. So my response was okay, as opposed to the whole litany of other things that probably would have made him feel crap. And I would have felt crap about it as well. So it's not just, you know, navigating our addiction conversations. It is every single conversation. And knowing when you are tired, hungry, dehydrated, you're not doing enough of the good things for you, your ability to respond is limited. It is limited. So to give yourself a chance, the power of the pause. Something else that comes with this that you might not think about is it does promote active listening. So if you're a person, and I was this too, and I still am to a certain extent, so I need to be mindful, I am thinking, what's my next response here? So if that is you too, no shame, but pausing helps you listen better. So you're listening to understand, you are pausing, you're letting what someone else has said sink in. Okay, so that can be a great way to communicate more effectively, communicate with kindness. And when we pause, we can reduce some miscommunication. So when we jump to react, we haven't really processed. We are, aren't, we're just rushing to that reaction. Well, they said this, therefore I'm leading with that. You could ask them, pause. I'm not sure what you meant by that, as opposed to off on a tangent and then we've completely derailed the conversation. Pausing also contributes to growing, building your emotional intelligence you are giving yourself a chance to regulate some emotions. And let's be real here, addiction, the consequences, the life, the trenches in the weeds, it is so emotional. This is your lovely person. They're doing something that is harming them. It's harming their family. They're wasting a great life. It is devastating. It is confusing. This is a highly emotional situation. You are just plagued with worries. So, of course, you are going to struggle with things like pausing because immediately you want to set them straight. Immediately you want to jump in, solve something, fix something, give them a solution, give them your opinion. And pausing allows you to check in with yourself. How am I feeling? So if you're feeling triggered, if you're feeling highly emotional, if you're feeling not great in yourself, pause. Okay, pause. Give yourself a chance to regulate. Take a breath. Feel the ground beneath you. What can you, you know, dig into your senses, what you can see, smell, hear, taste, touch. And you can do that in seconds. 
And then maybe you think, I can't have this conversation. So you time out and we'll come back to it. Or you just time out and we're going to walk away because it's not going in a good direction. Okay, so we are engaging in thoughtful conversations when we engage the pause. Practicing the power of the pause is going to help you bring intentional conversation and rational conversation. It is going to harness some patience. And if you're here and if you love someone struggling with addiction, this is not something that's just been going on for a week or two. So I know inherently you are a patient person. And the power of the pause is going to help you harness that patience in conversations that are hard, that are triggering. And acknowledging this is complex stuff. Some of these conversations are complicated. They are highly emotional. They are getting you in your feels. You are worried. You are devastated, grieving, confused, frustrated. There's so much going on here. So it's not surprising when you're just reacting. But if we can pause, we're going to respond better. Not always perfectly, but better. And this is going to help so many conversations. But say, for example, your loved one has a lapse. So they have a slip up and maybe they are feeling courageous and they're going to tell you because you've asked them to, you want to know, you want honesty. If your loved one tells you they've had a slip up or they were parked outside someone's house, which then was going to mean engaging in the behavior that's not great, pause. You wanted them to tell you this. You wanted them to. So please now don't go off the handle and react because now the being honest is not safe. So we talk a lot about you know, believe someone's actions over their words, believe their patterns of behavior over their words. You have asked for honesty to rebuild trust to for them to come to you. And if they do, don't then use it against them. Pause. How do you want to proceed here? And it's important to note as well, in this age where we are 24-7 seemingly available on our phones, emails, chats, whatever it is, you don't have to respond immediately to that conversation in that moment. It can be something like, thanks for telling me, full stop, okay? Thank you for telling me. Can we talk about it another time? Can we come back to it tomorrow? But thank you for telling me. We don't need to go into solution mode, fix mode. Well, unpack, repack. We don't need to do that. We can wait. But thank you for telling me. When I spoke about language in our previous podcast, it is so important. But just as important as knowing when to not talk. Just as important. If you are dysregulated, if your pressure cooker is about to explode, if you are tired, you haven't had much sleep, you've had a crappy day at work, kids are having the big feels, there's tantrums, there's all the things, that is not the time to be having a conversation. So just as importantly as the language we use, 
just as important as to knowing when to not have a conversation. Pause. You will build trust with your loved one if you can do this. Doesn't mean it's going to be a magic silver bullet for them and their behavior and their change, but you will build trust because I know for sure that I flew off the handle all the time. All the time. Every time something happened, you know, and it was divorce, this, this has to be the last time, and how could, you know, all the things. Not helpful, but it makes sense. And it's up to you. Your behavior is completely up to you. How you show up is 100% in your control. What you say is in your control. When you say it is in your control. So building trust. How can we build trust here? And just touching on the trust, you have broken trust too. I would bet my last coffee on it. You have broken their trust. If you're on the side of addiction and have been impacted by loved one's addiction, you have broken their trust too. So you need to also rebuild trust, but also rebuild trust with yourself. So you are showing respect for the conversation. You're showing respect for the people in the conversation and you're trusting in yourself that you can handle this. Okay. And this will help you feel better. If you can hit the pause button, if you can bring this into your life and pause before proceeding in a conversation, this is going to help you feel better because you are not going to say things that you almost immediately regret. The name calling, the shaming, the yelling, sharing your opinions where it's not welcome, sharing your thoughts where they weren't asked for, so many things here. So trusting in yourself that you can handle the situation and showing respect for the people in the conversation. If you can master this, and I say master, but this is an ongoing piece of work and I sometimes have to dig deep myself in this in certain situations. Sometimes you do not need to respond to a message or an in-person conversation or sometimes you can just let people be wrong. Let people be wrong. It is not up to you to bring anything else into this conversation sometimes. Just let it end and sometimes that is the nicest thing you can do for yourself. Let people be wrong. Not every conversation that you're invited to, you need to attend. And you don't always have to respond. And sometimes if you do need to respond, think how you would like to do that. And that takes practice. And it's going to feel so, so, so amazing when you don't take the bait or when you don't go off the handle and you respond with, okay, instead of all of the paragraphs. And it's going to feel good. You're going to be tempted to kind of go in further, correct someone, share all of your, thought, your thoughts, whatever it is, but pause. And something I share in the coaching program is a great little acronym to keep yourself accountable is to use the THINK acronym. If you are someone like me who struggles with what a therapist of mine used to call my leakage. So just, you know, spewing it out. Um, and always having the last word, got to be right. If you struggle with that, like me, use this acronym. So it is THINK, T-H-I-N-K. Is what you're about to say true? Is it helpful? Is it important? Is it necessary? Or is it kind? THINK, 
true, helpful, important, necessary or kind. Run through that when you're pausing, when you're inhaling and exhaling. Is what I'm about to say any of that? No, then don't say it. And it can be hard if you are a person that has always just kind of, in inverted commas, spoken your mind. And that's no excuse for toxic behavior. Oh, I speak my mind. No, you're just being cruel. Have a filter. Have a filter. It's not smart. It's not you're more intelligent than anyone else or you're so black and white and whatever it is. It's just not nice. So let's start holding ourselves accountable for some behavior that we could change that's not great. And reacting comments are typically not going to be great. And you can change that. It is 100% possible. Practice the pause. How do I want to show up here? So when you know how you want to show up in a situation or what you stand for or what's important to you, this will be easier. But if you're kind of a bit in a muddle, you don't know what you stand for, this is probably going to be a bit harder. But even say kind. I want to be kind. And it's not about allowing poor behavior or any of that. It is, I want to be kind. How can I show up here? So we can have boundaries, we can have limits, we can have our lines in the sand, we can say no to people, but we can do it kindly, right? Pause. The power of the pause. It is the mere act of inhaling and exhaling. And you will feel so much better so much better so give it a go let me know how you get on and this is a muscle to flex if you have not done this before if you have been reactionary and just said the first thing that pops into your mind when it pops into your mind this is going to be tricky but it is an absolute flex and you will feel better for it pause inhale exhale And what I just sent to a lovely client this week in a support message, because they're going through some tricky stuff, I just sent them three words, pause, breathe, proceed. That is the difference between showing up in a good way and showing up in a way that doesn't serve you or the people around you. So pause, breathe, proceed. Give it a go. Thank you for joining me here at Addiction Makes Three, the podcast. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you found this to be helpful or insightful, I would sincerely appreciate if you could rate and review the podcast as it helps others find it. If you would like to get in touch with me with thoughts, feedback, or queries, you can send me an email. And if you would like to know more about working with me, details can be found in the show notes too. So thanks for staying kind and I will speak to you soon.